listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome. What a beautiful Sunday it has been here in South Florida, USA. It was actually, because we're in our summer flow, um, we actually had some a little bit of cool air this morning, left the doors open. Unfortunately, it didn't last long, you know, but it is what it is. We're grateful for those moments of a little bit of coolness before summer fully socks us in with high humidity and high temperatures and lots of rain and hopefully not a lot of storms. So I am Eileen, the heart healer, and it is my joy to be with you tonight. Um, RJ, our producer, is off taking care of his personal things. So we miss him tonight and want to send him a little bit of love before we get into the craziness of being here with all of you. Um, Okay, so tonight, you know, each week I ask Spirit, what shall we talk about? What wisdom shall we share to hopefully um, enhance your life experience, make things a little bit easier, give you some tools to work with that will make life more, I don't know, easier, more meaningful, whatever it is that, that I can offer that can Bring some peace to your heart, some comfort in your skin, some joy, right, is, is my intention. And so I wasn't surprised when the subject matter for tonight was what does abuse have to do with our ancestors? Because, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I have been blessed to be doing this work for over 25 years. And over 50 years of being a nurse and in service, you know, in a caring profession, right? I love people. I do. And, and so it's interesting, and I don't know if you've experienced this, but 
if you've if you've done one thing for a really long time, it changes how it looks over time. That there's there's a there's a way that everything kind of morphs and adapts and changes with the changes that are going on in the world, on the planet, in the universe, because the energy is constantly shifting and changing. And, and we are in need of adapting to that. And some of us are more sensitive to the actual energy itself. And then there are those that are aware that something's up, but they can't put their finger on it, right? And so all the years that I have been in private practice and serving clients, I have always had a very high percentage of clients that have experienced abuse of some kind. (coughs) Excuse me. Hold on one sec. (coughs) Okay. And in the beginning, it was, it was um, a puzzlement. I never really could quite understand why I attracted so many people that what they wanted to address was these horrific experiences of abuse. And through the years, and it was not in the beginning, but it was several years later, I came to really understand but the reason is there is this amazing energy principle that that we attract, you know, who we are on some level, right? And and that's not unusual. So when we take a look at what's what's coming to us in our environment, it's good to look within and see, okay, so what's up with that? What is it in me that is attracting this experience, this person, um, whatever it is? And I don't know why it never occurred to me. Maybe it was because most of my childhood PTSD from abuse was, was rather dormant and quiet, but it wasn't until it kind of exploded that it was so obvious to me that the reason I attracted so many people with abuse issues was because that was the energy that I held. It wasn't that it was affecting me as much through the years from time to time, but that it was there. And so I am in the process of revamping some aspects of my business. And when we do that, for those of you that are entrepreneurs, you'll know this, We take a look at the trends of who it is that we're serving and all of the other quote-unquote market-related, you know, uh, information. But for me, because I'm an empath and an intuitive, and that's how I live my life, I get really quiet and I ask, what's up? What am I supposed to be doing now? How am I supposed to be serving? Is there a shift or a change that it is um, in my highest good to put into action so that I am continuing to be in alignment with my soul's purpose for being here. That question is a great question to ask if you're at a crossroads. I ask it often, and it's not just because at times I'm at a crossroads, but I like to just keep checking in. Are these beliefs still serving me? 
is this way I'm doing this, whatever this is, still serving my highest good? And what I found was that there is guidance for me that I really am to be offering more conscious support for people that have experienced abuse of some kind, childhood or adult, with resultant PTSD or post-traumatic stress syndrome, to assist in um, offering coping mechanisms and healing tools so that we can all be more at peace, more functional. Because if you've ever had trauma, you know that when it gets triggered, sometimes it's very hard to be. And if you can't be, then functioning is also a challenge, if that makes sense to you, right? So I just want to let um, everyone that comes in through the queue that I have not spoken to yet to please hang in there with me. RJ, our producer, is not here tonight. So I see you, and I will get to you as quickly as I can. So until then, just go ahead and enjoy um, this conversation that we have in the beginning of the show, and I will get to you with your questions. Okay, so what does abuse have to do with our ancestors? Well, it has everything to do with our ancestors. And, And the most interesting thing right now is, I don't know if you've noticed it, but there is so much more public expression of our shadow or wounded sides, the dark side of being humans. It's showing up in in people that are talking about sexual abuse, of different things that have been going on that um, are connected to racism or bigotry, um, Me Too, all of the things that trigger an individual to feel less than, to feel disenfranchised, to feel unsupported, um, and whatever other words you put to the experience, should it be yours. The energy on the planet right now is very supportive of healing so much. So if you're here in a body right now, this is an excellent, an excellent time to consciously focus on your healing journey. And one of the things that is so uh, prevalent is the healing of ancestral or generational traumas, abuse issues. And it's not just abuse or trauma. It's also addiction. You see, there's this amazing thing when we look at who we are as energetic beings, that this is a world that is constructed from energy. And interestingly enough, the core of that energy is the vibration of love, even though it may not feel that way to us. But that's the structure of all that we see, feel, hear, sense, experience. And because if we can look at it that way, what's really happening is the expression of trauma 
that we carry in our DNA, because remember, that's energy too, holds the vibrational imprint of everyone that came before us. You know, we talk about in, in traditional, not traditional medicine, in allopathic medicine, the, the most common type of medicine being practiced right now, right? We, we talk about genetic diseases, you know, um, DNA being, being linked to so many different types of dis-ease. But you see, the reason we have the actual essence of the disease in our DNA is because energetically we carry that information. These are information carriers from those that came before us. That's why when we say, well, this is the, you know, we have this much of a percent of of potentially contracting this type of disease process because we have it in our ancestral tree. But what's amazing is that with that, there's also this wonderful theory. It's a lock and key theory that is well accepted among um, the geriatric medicine or the medicine of aging that, that speaks about Lifestyle choices either unlock the coding that activates a disease or lifestyle choices can lock that coding back up again. A perfect example of this is diabetes, right? Or even cardiovascular disease. Your lifestyle choices are what trigger or do not trigger if you have in your ancestral tree those diseases, and if you decide early enough to shift your lifestyle choices, should you have activated one of these disease processes, you can, you can shut it down by giving your body what it needs to be at its healthiest. And so our DNA, the energy the information in the form of energy that's contained there basically helps us to know who we are and it helps us to define what our experience is going to be in this world on many different levels, right? So what does that have to do with abuse? Well, even if you didn't personally experience some type of abusive behavior, if that's in your ancestral tree, then it can show up in the next generation. But if it showed up for you, then it is there for you to support you in healing it. We create life experiences on many levels of consciousness. We don't always create the most joyful way of learning our life lessons that we set the intention to learn before we actually came into the body. I truly believe that we meet with our council of 12 before we come in to the body, that we set very clear intentions for what it is that We've chosen for life lessons, but once we take that first breath 
and our soul essence anchors itself into this new body, remember that we enter a free will dimension. And so there is no one judging whether we actually accomplish what we intended to except us. There is no God, divine creator, great spirit, Allah, that judges. Even that aspect of being, that presence, cannot be an unconditionally loving presence and a judger at the same time. And I firmly believe that that presence is unconditionally loving and loves us through what we create here. It does not create it. We have free will. And so if you have experienced some type of abuse as a child, you are being offered, or even as an adult, you are being offered from a higher perspective the opportunity to assist in the healing of that pattern of behavior that exists within your ancestral tree. Now for me, It has taken me a very long time to feel comfortable to be public about this topic from a personal perspective. And I believe that probably the reason I waited this long was because both my parents were still in bodies and I respect them. And loved them dearly in spite of what childhood was like with my mom. And my mom passed this past October. And so I feel a sense of responsibility and obligation as well as a sense of soul purpose to make this conversation more public to be a support to those that are struggling with it. So what's the best tool for this? My favorite tool, if you've listened to this show anytime in the last couple of years, you know that it's Ho'oponopono, right? And Ho'oponopono is the ancient Hawaiian process of forgiveness, atonement, and transmutation. Originally a facilitated process, in the 70s, a beautiful Hawaiian kahuna named Morna Simeona <clears throat> revamped based on her intuitive guidance from Divine Creator, this process from a facilitated pro- process to one that is all self-contained. And this is a process that not only do I embrace as a way of being, but I am so grateful for it, for it is and has been instrumental in healing my PTSD from childhood trauma. And not only that, what I'm even more grateful for is that it helps my mom transition to spirit in a peaceful way, which is what she always wanted. I was told in this summer of 2018 that I need to heal this in me in order for my mom to leave, to transition to spirit peacefully. And I honored that that was an agreement, a contract that I made when I was in spirit. And, and I recognized that I am the only one in my family that would be able to do this. And so the journey to healing is a unique and individual one 
but Ho'oponopono is a tool that I have found to be incredibly powerful. So I want to say to you, if, if you are struggling with PTSD, the clearing is only going to come from within you. That is the place where the most powerful healing can occur, you clearing it from you or initiating the clearing of it. And I invite you to consider this clearing statement as, as one of your tools because there is a sense of suffering going on if you've experienced trauma of any kind, whether it's childhood trauma, um, if you served in the military and you have trauma from that, anyone that has served in the military has some degree of trauma. You can't help but experience that with what you are exposed to, what you are a witness to and a, and a, and a contributor to. You can't help it. It's all part of the process. And so the phrase that I said was, to whatever memories are in me that are the cause of my mom's suffering, on any and all levels that I am to atone for, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. And I would just, or I would say, I would repeat, I love you a lot or thank you a lot. And basically what that phrase is, it, it is when you are looking to support the suffering of someone else, but you're healing it from within yourself. So I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me are the phrases that you say to your inner child that's in charge of the cause for your suffering, whatever it is. So you say it to yourself. The thank you is to God, divine creator for clearing it because we can't possibly know the all of what is involved and connected to whatever our suffering is. We just can't, right? So to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for my suffering or the cause for the other person's suffering on any and all levels that I am to atone for, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Please keep in mind that the most important aspect of all of this is that you get to assist in the clearing of this pattern from your ancestors. Because as it is cleared from you, it is cleared from everyone and everything that is connected to this, whether they are in a body, not in a body, an ancestor, all the way back to the beginning of creation. And I can't do that, but I trust and know that God, divine creator can. And I am a witness to it and I trust it which is why I share it. So if this is something that you have need of some individualized support for, go ahead and schedule a complimentary heart healer session with me if you've never done so in the past. You can do that by going to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash contact. And there's a lot of wild energy coming up over the next month that is really supportive of clearing so much stuff. We've got lunar eclipse coming up. We've got solar eclipse coming up. We've got uh, summer solstice coming up um, in the end of May and June. Look into these things if they speak to you. There is so much going on and, and it's wonderful. So I'm grateful that you're here with me tonight. So let's go and, and start with our, um, with our readings. 
um, answering any questions you might have. Um, for anyone that's in the queue that I haven't spoken to yet, please be patient. RJ, our producer, is not with us this evening. All right, so we're going to start with Susan, who is located in Philadelphia, and I believe she is a first-time caller. Susan, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. My joy. Um, uh, I need your website. I didn't catch it right away after you were sure. done, so I'm sure it's, as the show goes I, on, I'll hear it again. No, I'm happy to give it to you. It's Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com, mm-hmm. forward slash contact if you want to schedule a complimentary heart healer session. Well, thank you, Eileen. You're welcome. It's also um, in the description of the show. So how can we be of service tonight, Susan? Um, with my relationship, um, his niece is down in Arizona and he feels like he's obligated to take care of her and she was supposed to come back to town, but she wind up living down there after college. Is he going to go down there? Am I wasting my time or <laughs> I just can't, like you, well, you were talking about abuse. I mean, I've had two marriages that was abuse and mm-hmm. he's not like that. I mean, I feel like he's the right guy, but... I'm not going to be holding on to something that's not going to be there, you know. Uh, I hear you. Um, let me just connect in with you, Susan, and see what I can bring bring up for you. Just go ahead and breathe into your heart center for me. <clears throat> that beautiful energy center in the middle of your chest. And although the Akashic Records doesn't often give you future, it will give you possibilities. We'll see what we can bring in for you that speaks to you about the relationship that you're in and its potential for the future. Can I have the initials of this person? Would that be okay? Yes. Uh, the first initial is K, and his last one is C, his last name. I mean, okay, not thanks. the S. Thank A-S. you. Thank you. No worries. Okay. So I want to say that the energy of this person is is one that is honorable. Mm-hmm. There's an energy of integrity and being honorable about him. And these are very good qualities in a person, whether they're a man or a woman. Uh, he happens to be a man, so for this man, these are very, very wonderful qualities. Um, and there does seem to be a coherent energy between the two of you, which is why you feel attracted to each other. Um, there is a history that is a common bond between the two of you that, that brings you together. That's not just from this lifetime, I want to say. And as far as whether he will, he will leave to take care of his niece, it is very possible that he will, but he may not need to leave to do so. It may be that she comes to him if that's what's necessary. But that 
that is a conversation that's more than reasonable to have. But for him to want to take care of her, there, there is something there that is incomplete that needs to be completed. And mm-hmm. so you might want to consider that when you decide whether you want to continue this relationship or not. Is what I'm saying making yeah. sense to you at all? Yes, it, it is. And, and she's um, a type that is needy, you know, and always mm-hmm. calls for him. But mm-hmm. I just feel like she needs him, like she wants to be out there. She just graduated. She's into marijuana and stuff like that. And I mean, it's like she needs support, support, support. And mm-hmm. you can't be in the relationship and be in the relationship with her. I know that's family, and I just don't step on people's toes. And like I said, I was abused twice. I just verbally abused, physical abuse, and I just can't. I, I couldn't handle it another time. That's like why I told him when he came back from visiting her for graduation, mm-hmm. let me know what you wanted, and he still hasn't said it, but I just can't hold on to a relationship that I know might not be there. I mean, we have six years together. That's a lot to be just thrown away. You know, Susan, one of the thoughts that occurs to me is that it's not so much that it's family that that one allows for um, connections, right? It's It's more a matter of can the two of you find a way to be in balance in your relationship with each other when outside dynamics pull one of you away, right? Um, there's always mm-hmm. distractions, and especially when we're not 18 years old, right? And, and there are multiple families involved, right? There, there's, there's, there, it's not as simple as, as a first love, you know? So finding the balance, that works for both people in relationships like that is really the key. So before you give it up, have that conversation is, is what I'm inviting you to consider. And you certainly can use the Ho'oponopono to clear whatever energy is, is a potential challenge between you and him and the niece. Great. So it's to whatever memories are in me that are the cause of any potential challenges between chaos and me and his niece on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And and just see how things shift potentially. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it makes a lot of sense. All right, sweet lady. I am so grateful that you called. We have a number of people in the queue, so I'm going to wish you much, much luck with it. And do feel free to reach out to me if I can support you in any way privately, okay? Oh, yes, I will. And can you keep me on the queue, please? I absolutely will. You can stay through the end. We usually do um, a nice heart connection at the end of the show. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Uh huh. Blessings. All right. Thank you, Susan. And now we are going to go to Marie in New York. Marie, good evening and welcome to the show. 
Thank you, Eileen. You're welcome. How can we be of support to you tonight? So generally, I just wanted to look into um, just a love reading and see what's coming up. Okay. Are you seeing anybody right now? Um, no, I've lost contact with a couple of people. Okay. All right. So, Marie, just go ahead and breathe into your heart center for me. Just makes it easier for me to connect with you. Thank you. So we're just asking for any and all information we can give Marie that has to do with attracting her divine romantic partner. So I want to say that the first experience that I have connecting with this is a lot of um, agita in my heart center. So I want to say that um, there's, there's clearly a lot of fear involved with this. As much as you'd like it, you want it. <laughs> I think there's a lot of underlying fear about the idea of it. Does that speak to you as, as true for you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So sweet, sweet one, you need to clear that. <laughs> you know, it's really hard to attract things that we're frightened about. Um, and, and so I, I want to say to you that it feels like the potential of someone is close, but, but it's like, almost like there is a wall there from this, from this angst feeling, um, that, that is fear, right? So this is this, if Ho'oponopono speaks to you, this is what I would invite you to start embracing and saying it as often as you can. And that is to whatever memories are in me that are the cause of my fear of being in a romantic relationship on any and all levels that I am to atone for. Not because you're a bad person, but that's the language we use. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And I would say it as often as you can think of it. Sing it in the shower, dance to it on the patio, you know, when you're washing the dishes, sing it then, you know, because the more you say it, the more the patterns are in, that you are initiating the clearing of these patterns so that you can actually open up the energy to attract that person to you. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. Um, because I have to say to you, I will repeat this. It feels like there is someone very close by, and this is a yummy energy. So clear out the cobwebs and clear out that fear so that you can actually bring that yummy person in, okay? <laughs> I mean, really, you gotta, you got to chuckle about these things, right? And because it lightens your energy and really gives you an opportunity to be in joy as you're attracting it rather than in fear. True. All right. That is very true. All right, my sweet lady. Thank you so much for calling in. Good luck with it. Keep us posted. If I can support you privately, just reach out to me on my website and schedule your complimentary heart healer session. Okay? Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good rest of your night. Thanks so much for calling. Blessings. Bye. Bye now. All right. All right. Nathaniel from California. What's happening, sweet man? Uh, 
I guess I have to have a question. Uh, let me see. Well, Anything coming no. in? I don't know. What's what's going on that you'd like support with? Or do you want to well, comment on anything that we've spoken about tonight? Well, you know, I'm just concerned with my health and, you know, my job and romance. So I, 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 you said that I need more of a specific question, so I didn't know uh, exactly. Uh, you just have to pick one. Yeah. It just has to be okay. more specific for the show. It's different when we do a private reading. So tell me what's going on. Which one do you want to focus on? Uh, let's uh, uh, talk about romance. Okay. All right. I want to say to you, um, Nathaniel, that I, I don't sense anyone near you. Um and, and I want to say that the reason why I, I feel that that's what I'm experiencing as I connect with you is that there's work that you need to do on yourself first, right? Um, the, the concept of being in relationship on a mutual level is part of what I would invite you to consciously work on. There is something about that that comes to me about you and, and divine romantic relationship. And oftentimes when that would come up, Nathaniel, it means that that part of our relationship with ourselves needs to be focused on first. Right? So it's, it's almost as if, as corny as this might sound, it feels like you need to be in love with you first. Right? You need to be in a more loving, nurturing, attentive, and caring relationship with yourself first and master that a bit more to create more balance in you before you step into the idea of being in a relationship with someone else. Does that make sense to you? Oh, yeah. Okay. So... How you choose to do that is whatever your path is. I mean, everybody has different methods that they like to work on themselves um, with. You can use Ho'oponopono if you want to, and that is to whatever memories are in me that limit me being in a loving relationship with myself on any and all level that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Right. And when you say this, kind of image your little boy, you know, whatever age comes up for you, which is your inner child. And as you say this prayer, see his face. Say, I love you to him. Say, I'm sorry for whatever I did to create this, right, to him. Say, please forgive me for whatever I've done to create this challenge with attracting um, a partner or being a good loving partner to myself. Right. And the thank you is to God, divine creator for clearing it all. And the more you say it, the more you're initiating the clearing of whatever prevents you from being in this fully loving uh, relationship with yourself first. And the more you do that, the more you achieve it, the easier it's going to be for you to attract a really healthy romantic relationship with good boundaries for both of you. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
All right, sweet man. Good luck with it, okay? Okay. All right. Thanks so much for calling in tonight, Nathaniel. Have a good rest of your evening, okay? Okay. Bye-bye. All right, sweet man. Thank you. All right. So we are going to have not spoken to you yet. So we are going to call her from area code 917 728. Can you share with us your first name and where you're calling from? You are on the air. Can you hear me? Area code 917. Yes. Hi there. Yes, Go phone. ahead and share Hi, with sorry. me. Your... The phone wasn't no, no, that's okay. Share with me your first name and where you're calling from. Karen from New York. New York, All New right, York. Karen. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Thank you. How can we Thank be of you. service? You're welcome. How can we be of service tonight? Yes. Oh, I was with you the whole beginning of your talk, and um, what inspired me to call in, you were talking about, I guess, basically epigenetics, how we can, we, it's not a set in stone kind of thing we can ward off with in our, from our ancestors and the genes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm very frustrated and dismayed because, um, Lately, I was diagnosed. I discovered I had an issue, and um, I have peripheral artery disease, which means there's a, a blockage in one of my leg arteries, and I discovered it because it affects me when I'm walking, especially like walking uphill. Mm-hmm. I get um, calf pains and stuff like that, and I was, mm-hmm. I tried various things, hoping it was magnesium, it was my thyroid. I had gone off my hormone for a while. I resumed, hoping that would do it. Anyway, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I proceeded to the test and found this out. And um, I know it runs in my family, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've been on the healing journey for a long time, and I eat very well, you know, practically 100% organic. Um, Mostly vegetarian. Mhm. And um, yeah, and and my my blood tests always come out below average risk of heart disease. Mhm. So this mm-hmm. is I'm like, what did I do? What did I do wrong or whatever? Mm. And um, you know, what you see is there any message or anything right. you're picking up? You know what? The first thing that I want to say to you is this. Um, you didn't do anything wrong, quote unquote, right? We co-create experiences on many different levels of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And, and many times there's no logical explanation why. Mm-hmm. It's not just the conscious choices that you've been making your life mm-hmm. that have created this. So give up the need to be in judgment and decide how are you going to address it? Focus on the solution. Ho'oponopono can help you on one level by clearing whatever the underlying cause for it was because you can only know like less than 1% on a conscious level. There's, there's an mm-hmm. interesting book called The User Illusion by Nortranders and, and he posits that For every 15 bits of data per second that we're consciously aware of, 
that there are 15 million bits of data per second that we have no knowledge of. So that's like 99.99% mm-hmm. of our reality is created without our knowledge. Wow. So the best we can do is use conscious choice as much as we can to address mm-hmm. all that shows up in our lives that is surprising to us, but mm-hmm. not get stuck in the idea of being in judgment of it because it's only going to keep you stuck in the problem. Ho'oponopono says that what is, what is a trigger, what creates it is memories replaying from the subconscious mind. And remember, the subconscious mind is called that because we have no knowledge of what's going on there. And that is the domain of the inner child. So as you heard me talking to other callers, the reason we say this prayer to our inner child is because they're in charge of the memories that are the cause for whatever it is that we're identifying as a problem, issue, or challenge. doesn't matter what level it's on. And so the more we say that prayer, the more we are initiating the clearing of whatever the cause is. And it can sometimes feel miraculous how beneficial the outcomes can be. But it's God's time. There is no way to um, attach, anticipate, have an expectation for the timing of it. Mm-hmm. So you have to give up the need to, to be attached to outcome and simply do it because you have trust and faith that it's being done. Now, in Ho'oponopono, mind-body is that whatever is happening on the physical realm is not because the cell, C-E-L-L, is damaged. It believes that it is the mind of the cell that is reflecting whatever is going on in the subconscious mind. And so whatever we clear or initiate the clearing of from the mind is simultaneously cleared from the subconscious mind of the cell. Does that make sense? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, so what you can do, you can add this to whatever other modalities you choose to do to promote the best outcome of healing here. One, when you find that you're being judgmental about it, just say to whatever you're feeling in that moment, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. The same as Mm -hmm. I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's, It's offering up the initiation of clearing whatever it is that doesn't feel good in that moment. You don't have to engage with it. You don't have to figure out what it is, what the feeling is. If it doesn't feel good, just keep clearing it. And then proactively, you can clear whatever the underlying causes for this current peripheral vascular issue by simply saying to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for what's going on in my vascular system on any and all level that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you repeatedly or just thank you repeatedly. It's a commitment to your healing. You say it as often Mm -hmm. as you can. You say it first thing when you wake up in the morning. You say it before you go to bed at night. You say it as often during the day as you can think of it. When you're going for that walk and you're finding that your leg is cramping, you're getting that what's referred to as intermittent claudication because of the lack of oxygen, 
right? You sit there and you say, okay, whatever. I love you. I love you. I love you. Whatever's causing this. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Right. And then you do whatever else you need to do to open up that circulation. And if you need to have a procedure, if it's gotten so bad that the potential of clot releasing is there, don't mess with it. Do what you need to do to support yourself and then work on the prevention. Make sense? Yes, yes, yes. I've been doing that, but yeah. Okay. Thank you. You know, one of the things that, that, that's also important to recognize here, Karen, is that blood flowing is about joy. Huh. Right? Wow. And, and the limitation of it or the belief that joy is limited. The heart is wow. all about love. <clears throat> and what does the heart do? It pumps blood. Yeah. Right? And and our legs are helping us to move forward. So if there's something that's limiting our ability to use them, then we are not able to move forward with grace and ease in our lives. So we want to also look at, okay, what beliefs do we have? What's our mindset that's limiting our ability to move forward with joy? So it's never just, I have some peripheral vascular disease and it came out of the blue and I want to know about it. It's Mm -hmm. never some, it's never that simple, but the answer can be simple. Just keep clearing whatever it is and anything else that you identify as a problem, issue or challenge, I promise you, you will feel so much lighter. And one of the things that I love to do, I love to teach this. Right. I I teach this to any of my clients that will let me as part of the work that we do, because to me, it is Mm -hmm. one of the most powerful tools on the planet right now. And how hard is it to say, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Not so hard, right? No, that's as powerful as all the four phrases. Yes. Thank you. It all means the same and you don't even have to mean it. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Can be said in any order that you want, or you can just say, I love you repeatedly, or you can say, thank you repeatedly. God, divine creator knows what's in your heart and your intention. Mm -hmm. But I would do a very specific clearing statement that I offered you to help initiate the clearing of whatever's going on in your vascular system. Okay. I'll have to listen to it again. Yes, it's okay. The The recording is available um, almost immediately after the show ends. So take your time, listen to the replay. We're at, what, 50 minutes in? So figure 10 minutes ago, five minutes ago, something like that. So kind of go fast, fast forward if you want to. And you should be able to okay. find your segment. Okay? Wonderful. All right, Thank sweet you so lady. Much. My joy, Karen. Thanks so much for calling. Have a wonderful rest of your evening. Thank you. You too. Thank you, honey. Mm, Thank you. Bye-bye now. All right. We have one more caller in the queue. Um, We are going to – hold on a second. Let me just make a note here. We have not spoken to you yet, so – 
We're welcoming caller from area code 229 into the queue. Would you share with us your first name and where you're calling from? Yes, my name is Melvin. I got uh, I made a mistake and hit the button and got knocked off. I hear that, Melvin. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. How are you this evening, evening, and how can we support you, sweet man? Uh, well, I'm just I'm calling about you know um, I, something just caught me off guard with my kidneys, and um, I was in the hospital like for 12 days in the beginning of January. And uh, I got out February the sack third, mm-hmm. and uh, now I go to Dallas. It's three times a week, but it's a acute kidney injury, and they say it's in a in a stage four, but my test results came back yesterday. Uh, I mean, I mean um, Friday, and my all my results are looking better. But I just have in my heart that my kidney function is going going to restore, that my kidneys will start back functioning properly. Are you receiving dialysis, Melvin? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Okay. So what is what is your actual, first of all, thank you for sharing that with me. You've been through a lot the last yeah. few months. What is the question that you would like to ask tonight? Will my kidney function get better? Well, I won't have to be on diet. Well, I put it this way: Do I have to be on dialysis the rest of my life? I hear you. Okay, so breathe into your heart center for me, Melvin. You know, just focus your breath there. You don't have to breathe deeply. Just focus your breath there. Relax. Yeah, just let your breath focus into and out of your heart center for me. <clears throat> so we want to bring in as much information as we can for Melvin to help him to know what he needs to know about his current state of his kidneys and their healing potential. So, Melvin, I believe that everything is potentially able to be healed. I want to say to you, one of the things that comes up for me about your kidneys is that you hold a tremendous amount of fear and anger in them. And that's part of what, on the emotional level, is the underlying cause for the dis-ease that's showing up. Um, I want to say... It, it feels like you're a diabetic as well. Am I remembering that about you? Am I picking up on that correctly? Yeah. Yes, okay. ma'am, you are. Yes. So, mm-hmm. so I want to say to you, Melvin, because I know you've called in before, and I don't always remember everybody, but for some reason I do remember you. And, <laughs> and so I want to say that the, that the diabetes and, and your kidneys and what's happening with them are all connected, Right. And, and the diabetes yeah. is, about, is about giving up on the sweetness in life. You know, diabetes is, is, is all about your pancreas function, um, that part of your pancreas that, that allows for the production of insulin, that moves blood sugar, which is the product, byproduct of the digestive, the digestion of all our mm-hmm. food, 
right? Because we use that sugar as energy and the insulin Uh helps to bring that, that sugar, that blood sugar across the cell wall into the cell so the cell can use it for energy. But from the metaphysical perspective, it's all about um, being able to connect with the sweetness in life. And whatever traumas you've had, sweet man, they've, they've mm-hmm. jaded you in your ability to feel your joy. And somehow, if you want to heal this, it's important that you take a look at that part of who you're being in your relationship mm-hmm. with yourself and your life experiences. I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. if, if you can do that, but it feels like if you can, if you desire to and choose to, that it will help tremendously on many different levels. For right now, the dialysis is keeping you alive and it's keeping you healthy because without it, your kidneys are not wanting to function on their own. They're very tired. Right? So to Mm -hmm. help them along, it would be helpful to, you can research what kinds of dietary regimens help heal kidney disease and, and um, help support the system that is causing your diabetes and, and so much more. There's many okay. resources out, but I don't know if they would speak to you or not. So, I mean, what percentage of them restore? I don't know. But without doing something, without doing something, nothing's going to shift, right? You have to start somewhere. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, because I'm already on a a, uh, uh, 2,000-calorie diet. I don't eat sweets at all. As Mm -hmm. a matter of fact, I I don't even take uh, medication for my diabetes anymore. I don't take medication for Mm. blood pressure anymore. They took me off of it. Okay. So by them taking me off of that and uh, the doctors taking me off, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing that I don't I just went from taking insulin two times a day to zero times a day. Right. And then taking blood pressure pills two times a day to zero times a day. So you must have and lost a significant amount of weight, yes? Yes, I did. I went on a diet. Good. And, uh, uh, but I just keep, I, I just, this my belief and my feeling, I'm still going to stand by and uh, keep on doing what I'm doing. But I will, oh, definitely, I definitely do. I, yeah, definitely do. I believe do. that I'm going to get, yeah, I'm going to be off of it. I don't think I'm going to be, I know I'm not going to be on it the rest of my life. I believe. Melvin, in the I healing. would research, listen to me, sweet man. I would, the nurse in me wants to say to you, especially the holistic nurse in me, um, research very specific healing modalities for kidney disease and, and the holistic okay. ones, not necessarily the traditional ones, right? Because just like mm-hmm. by, by shifting, we talked about this in the beginning of the show, just by shifting your lifestyle choices, you shifted two disease processes. 
exactly. that are going on in your body. So take a look at what it is that you can do to support shifting whatever's going on in your kidneys. And and look into some holistic remedies and add the Ho'oponopono to it and see if that will help you. Right? Okay. I, I am never yeah. one to say that 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 a healing is not possible. It's certainly not up to me to, to know that. But hearing but, what you've what you've accomplished already, right? So mm-hmm. you're motivated, then go to work. Okay. Go to work. Is it, yeah, okay. Is there a number I can call you to have a private reading? Yes, you can reach me on my website, Melvin. Go to EileenTheHeartHealer.com. I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com, forward slash contact. And there's a link there there that you can schedule your complimentary heart healer session, okay? Okay, okay. All right, sweet man. Thank you so much for calling in. You take good care, Melvin. Okay, thank you. You too. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. I know that we are at the top of the hour, but I I am going to go a little bit over. Bear with me here. We have one more caller in the queue. Welcome to Area Code 570. Would you be kind enough to share with us your first name and where you're calling from? Uh, yeah, my name is Kayla, and I'm calling from PA. Hi, Kayla. Good evening. Do you have a quickie, How are you? A quickie question? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Um, yeah, I was just calling in. I've been dealing with um, recently swelling in the legs and varicose veins. I was wondering in the future how I can go about healing this before it gets any worse than what it already is and what is the root cause of it. Hmm. Okay. Just go ahead and breathe into your heart, Kayla, for me. Uh-huh. You don't have to breathe deeply. Just focus your breath on your heart center for me. It just helps me to connect with you. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So I want to say that there is a lot of fear that is connected to this. And I even mentioned this to someone else earlier tonight, because it's happening in your legs, there is something, there is a fear about something about moving forward. So that's one layer of it. Mm -hmm. But there's also, there's also a need for a shift in in how you are treating you, right? Circulation in the body, our cardiovascular system is all about who we're being in our relationship with ourselves on that metaphysical level. It's all about our loving relationship with ourselves. This is something that would be worthy of you taking a look at to address old stuff. And, and it feels like it's very old stuff that's not been released as yet. And it's showing up there to get your attention. I feel like a, um, a lifestyle shift, a regimen that is dietary related 
a movement related regimen that increases collateral circulation in your lower legs will be very beneficial to you. Um, I also want to say that you, that it would be helpful for you to really limit your salt intake and, and uh, processed foods that are usually high in sodium. A, okay. vegan di- a vegan diet, to the greatest extent that you can tolerate it, if that's something that's not um, usually your way of eating, would be very helpful for you. With healthy fats, being very conscious of what you put in your mouth, honey, because it's what's feeding your body. It, and, and there's this need to, to detox out whatever's built up and that's very easy to do by the way okay um are you familiar with the medical medium anthony william no so if if alternative ways of looking at things speak to you his books are incredibly helpful and he offers a very interesting perspective including recipes and everything else But the other person that you can look into if you're looking for someone a bit more traditional that is holistic, I can see his face and I can't think of his name. Do me a favor and send me Mm -hmm. a message uh, through my website, Eileen the Heart Healer, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash contact. There is an, um, you can send me an email message there. Tell me, remind me that you were on the show tonight. Um, mm-hmm. You know, let me know your first name and that I couldn't remember the name of a surgeon who switched to holistic healing. And I believe he was a cardiothoracic surgeon and he has some really interesting uh, products and philosophy on healing cardiovascular disease. Okay. And I know his last name starts with a G and I can't th- I can't think of the rest <laughs> of it. I'm so sorry. It's just not it's coming okay. in for me. So if you email me, I will I know I have the information in my in my kitchen and I can't get there. So um because okay. I'm attached to you. So if you can tell me that, I will email you back, okay? Yes, not a problem. All right, Kayla, thanks so much for calling, honey. Have a good rest of your evening. Thank you so much. You are worthy and welcome. Blessings. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye now. All right. We are really way over, so I'm going to do a very rapid heart connection, everybody. So, And I mean rapid, okay? And I say rapid because you know what? We need to be able to do this really quickly because whenever we're feeling like something's um, not feeling good to us, instead of diving into the problem and engaging with it, which Ho'oponopono says do not do, right? We're going to focus on the solution, which is breathing into our heart center, which immediately raises our vibration because we're connecting to the vibration of love. We're never without love, my friends. It is our essence. And that essence is anchored into every cell in our body. All it takes is a conscious choice to breathe with a focus on our heart center. So do that with me now. Uncross your ankles and knees, relax your belly, and just breathe. 
Let your focus be that you're imagining your breath going into your heart center all the way to the back of your chest and the out breath, it comes out the front of your heart center, that beautiful energy center in the middle of your chest. So let your breath focus in and out of that beautiful heart center of yours because this is the place where your love emanates from and where you receive love into. And love is the highest vibration that exists. So it is very healing. And what we know is that every time you breathe into and out of your heart center, there's a waveform of love that flows from you in all directions. And it's a gift of love to everybody and everything in its path, including Mother Earth and all who dwell within, upon, and above her. And it flows out into the universe, a gift to all that is, all the way into infinity. And what we know is whatever we send out comes back to us multiplied. So see that love that you just gifted coming back to you multiplied, more brilliant, more vibrant, more love, and breathe it in. And do this often. Throughout the day, you can do your Ho'oponopono and breathe into and out of your heart center and just say as you breathe into your heart center, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. As you breathe out, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And picture your inner child as you do it. God, divine creator, will know what you mean. And breathe. Wonderful. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining me tonight. A warm thank you to all of our callers. What a special evening this has been. We send love to RJ, our producer, wherever you are tonight. You're missed, and we love you, and we look forward to when you will be able to join us again, welcoming everybody to the show in your special way. All right, join me here again next Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern Time, here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. I am Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. I send you off with so many blessings of love and so much gratitude. Have a wonderful rest of your night. Blessings. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, Your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb 
Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network. 